So the shuttle lands. I guess it's not dripping because you've been in space. <laughs> there might still be some drainage in the shuttle bay, though, I guess. Ice crystals. The rear hatch of the shuttle is open, and, you know, the away team is coming coming out of it. Mosfar probably could have gotten a hold of at least, like, an undershirt or something in the shuttle's lockers if he so chose. It's kind of yeah. up to you, Brad, whether or not Mosfar would, would worry about it. Presumably our uniforms were still aboard the shuttle, too. Yeah. It's possible that you went down wearing the wetsuits. You knew there was water there. You took the aqua shuttle, so... Anyway, yeah, shuttle's landed. The ramp is down. The group is coming off of the shuttle. Well, we're going to metaphorically pack our things and get out of here. We've been told to leave. What? No, no, we know what's wrong now. Uh, there's a subspace fissure just outside of there. These people have been sabotaged. We need to go fix it. Well, whatever. The problem is they think we did it. Well, we didn't. I'm, I've, I've got evidence here. It wasn't our signal that caused it. It came from subspace. Can you track that signal? I, we came back here to try. Well, then start doing it now. Absolutely, Captain. Lieutenant Kai, get onto that. You got it under control. Yes, Commander. Captain, the signal originated uh, about 10 days ago, so it was way before we got here, so... If uh, they don't want us here, we need to explain this to them right away. If they don't want us here, we need to find a reason why we're still here. Otherwise, they're going to encourage us to leave a little more forcefully. Is Chancellor Echo still here? We could just talk to him. He seems amenable. Chancellor Echo's not the problem. Uh, It's the rest of his equals that are. Akai takes off at a run for the bridge or lab or wherever. She needs to do her work. Captain, it's imperative that Kai gets the work done. We can take the records that we have, put them out, and publish this to all of them. It's just imperative. Commander, how about we have a discussion in my ready room? Absolutely. So I think there's a a tense silence as uh, the captain turns on heel and back towards the turbo lift, fully expecting Mozapar to follow. And then an awkward silence in the, uh, where the shuttle bay is, where poor Ensign Everly has been left. Well, Locke is there, right? Locke is there. You're Locke is double there. Duty. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Locke is on the way to Med Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. If Locke went to Sick bay. Then Everly's just like, I will go check in with uh, Tarek. Guess I'll go check in with Tarek. And I just head off to do that.
Welcome to Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. We are a Star Trek Adventures actual play following the deep space mission of the USS Endeavor as it charts a new region of space several decades after the events of Star Trek Picard. I'm Brandon, your GM for this mission. This is Nicole, and I'll be playing Captain Varel. I'm Brad, and I play Commander Razum Mozafar. Hi everybody, I'm Christine, and I will be playing Lieutenant Kai. My name's Leah, and I'm playing Ensign Katarina Everly. The Sinking Star, Part 5 In the captain's ready room. Sadly, there's no, like, slammable doors or, like, (laughs) aggressive-sounding furniture in Star Trek. They've taken that all away from us. Yeah. (laughs) An aggressive hiss. (laughs) You just made a special request. It's like you, you really want the door to your ready room to be a conventional, like, hardwood door on a hinge. It just has so much more personality. <laughs> no, I think there's a, that, that tense moment, but you've seen the captain in an agitated state before, uh, Raz. I don't think it's any, like, surprise to you. No. I'm glad that we found some information that's going to be useful, and I am more than happy to pass that along. But, Raz, these people do not want us here. Captain, if we don't help these people, none of them will be here to be helped. I'm not entirely sure it isn't one of their faults. Even if it is... We cannot stand by and let this entire swarm be devoured for the mistakes of one or more of the groups here. And I would like to do everything that we possibly can, but we don't have friends here. I'll see what time I can buy us, but it may not be much. Even if... Kai really needs to follow through with what she's doing in order to figure out exactly where the signal's coming from in subspace. Perhaps uh, Instant Locke might be able to put together our findings, a way that we can present to all the governments of the swarm. Get as many people on this as you can. Absolutely. All hands on deck. But let me make this clear. There are people who are too proud to ask for help when they need it. And I know this. My own people were this way. If they don't want our help, we're going to do the best we can, but we can't save everyone who doesn't at least meet us halfway. I understand. But at least we will be giving them the ability to take some sort of recourse. Well, then that will be our goal. You're dismissed. Aye, aye, Captain. And he turns around and formally, stiffly, and walks out the door.
we cut to the conference room with the player characters present. I, I would say senior staff plus certainly the away team would all be there. Anyone who wanted to take the time would have had time to grab a fresh uniform. Obviously, Lieutenant Kai may still be in her science blue wetsuit. It's okay. Still completely against the uniform code. Kai has taken the time to at least throw some kind of, like, robe over top of the wetsuit and acquired some footwear. However, her hair is still everywhere, and she is completely out of uniform as she's showing up for this thing with just a bundle of uh, of pads. Did you walk in here with a, in a bathrobe? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Lee, come on. I'm envisioning fuzzy slippers. <laughs> Probably. Look, I didn't have time to go to change. The captain said to hurry, so I hurried. All right, then, Lieutenant Kai, would you like to brief the staff on what you know? She sets her, her work down on, on the table and goes ahead and starts passing out the pads over to each of the the senior staff. Okay, first up, we at least know that the signal originates in subspace, and it is artificial in nature, but unsurprisingly, it doesn't match anything in our known databases. The best thing I can think to do under these circumstances is to disable the three control platforms that are emitting the tetrions that is creating this fissure. In order to do that, all three platforms need to be disabled simultaneously. I have one other thought. It's not a very well-developed one, but it's the only other idea I can think of under these time constraints. Since we do know the trajectory of the, the signal, we could send one of our own back that way perhaps for the express purposes of communication. I'm in favor of trying both ideas, because I think one will be a lot easier and a lot quicker to implement than the other. All right, so we're just trying to establish communication with an artificial message relay then? Yes, that's all we really know for now. It could be subspace beings of some kind. We also use subspace for communications ourselves, so it could be the signal just originates somewhere else. Um, we really won't know unless we, we try. And we will try. Uh, for the second plan, disabling what all three platforms simultaneously? Yes. We're going to need the council support for that. If the council doesn't agree, though, Captain, these people will be signing their own death warrant. The swarm will destabilize in time. If they don't agree and we try to force our way onto three platforms, that is going to look very bad. But they'll be alive. So what I want is a way to convince them that we are not the cause of this signal. I can send my findings. It doesn't match any known Federation signal. However, these people don't know what our signals are. We can show them that they don't compare, but unless they have scientists of their own willing to do the work. Does anyone have any idea of a way to convince these people 
to at least give this a try. Tell me, uh, give me something to work with. They are under attack, and we are trying to help them as prospective allies, good Samaritans, take your pick. They may not buy that, but that's that's what I can think of, unless we have some other way to, uh, some other demonstration of good faith. This is actually going back a little bit. Lieutenant Kai, if we shut down these three platforms simultaneously, are there any um, consequences to doing so? Is this the main source of the power, or is this just draining the power from their system to create this subspace anomaly? Commander, I don't believe that turning off these three control platforms will have any sort of detrimental effect on the swarm itself. These are being used to funnel that energy into subspace. I see no signs that they would create a different destabilizing element. Which means also it will be possible that if we shut them down, we can ensure that they stay shut down so that way whoever did this doesn't send another signal to reactivate them. Captain, suggestion for a plan. We would have to get Echo's agreement to go along with it. When we first came into the system, we were attacked by one of the other factions. And the other factions, it's obvious that they don't trust each other much around here. Why not play into their lack of trust of each other's faction? Perhaps we go ahead and leave the system after we fix the problem but have them believe that we're in league with chancellor echo to siphon power from these facilities and it would get the rest of them interested in fixing that problem we'd be painting a target on the one person who's shown us any kind of hospitality here a bluff per se but as I said, Chancellor Echo would have to be in with us on this. Don't want to start a war out of this, but would rather not see the obliteration of all these peoples. I have to say, I do like that idea, but that would be a very dangerous game to play. We'll talk to Chancellor Echo one more time, and let's see what we can find out about contacting this signal relay. In the meantime, Endeavor does need to show some sign of respecting these people's wishes. So I would like us to at least pull back to a reasonable degree, but not too far that we can't come to someone's aid if we need to. Captain, in case things work out, permission to form a approach plan alongside uh, Ensign Everly here for the, the two other control rooms. I think that's worthwhile. I can actually establish a link to the one that we've already been to. The The issue are, is going to be the other two, so I also need somebody to be experienced enough in their systems in order to access them quickly. I recommend Ensigns Everly and Locke, since they got a look at their systems the last time, and 
aren't starting with a blank slate. Very well, get it done. I think, Commander, you and I are going to have a few negotiations with some people, so I hope you're up for talking. Lieutenant Kai is able to very quickly give the communications officer the way to to hail at the source of the previous signal. They do so, and no no answer comes immediately, but they'll continue to monitor. I assume Kai and Everly go to consider what their plan is going to be if the captain and the commander failed to convince the Swarm Council to agree to... Uh, something more official let's go to the captain and the commander sometime later on the bridge I presume you have signaled that you wish to uh, discuss something with the council so our plan for the breakdown just so we're all clear on our roles Brad and I are trying to convince the council to investigate the platforms on their own. That's right, Brad? Correct. Okay. In order to do that, we want to trick them into thinking we're working with Echo. We're just implying we're here to make an alliance with just Echo and these platforms are involved in that. Yeah. Basically, that Echo reached out to us and we're helping him take over these three platforms in order to benefit them and for them to be able to get a foot up on everybody else and letting them find the breadcrumbs of the subspace signal would indicate that that's not really what's going on something else is going on okay so here's here's how i want to play it we want them to find like a secret subspace message being sent to echo okay do we want to clue Echo in on what's happening because that would kind of tip our hand or do we just want to like start in on on the speech with the whole thing about thanking him how he's you know been helping us I think we got to be honest with Echo to begin with Well here's here's the thing I think we got to we got to put him in a hard spot first. Yeah, exactly. If he's not willing to go along with it, then we got to find a different way of doing it. We can't actually secretly communicate with him. We need them to be able to track it and listen to it. I mean, we can make our apology afterwards, but I think we actually have to set him up first and then try to figure it out if we're gonna do it that way so you in saying entrapment <laughs> kind of yeah just and then blackmail him it's not something that Mozafar would be against but hey well you, you stuck a Romulan and an Orion in charge of a starship this is what you get so this is gonna have to take place on the bridge because it's all gonna have to go in the report anyway like a subspace channel to Chancellor Echo, 
don't take too many precautions to make it secure. It would probably be the domain of the security officer in this case. So Tarek or Everly, if you wanted Everly particularly, I will point out that Everly has a deception focus, I believe. Though that is up to her whether or not that's a thing the captain would even know, frankly. Are you you, uh, currently at the uh, tactical station, Ensign Everly? I know we split, but I'm not sure how defined that is. I think we have enough wiggle room. Like, th- this is really going to be a pretty much a short and sweet message. Yeah, I assume that, like, the captain and the commander went over there to talk about something, and Everly and Kai went over there to talk about something, and that kind of happened off-screen slash, you know, just in table talk. Mm-hmm. So the captain ordering Everly back to the bridge, like, for the actual contact here, for this actual attempt, is not, as far as I'm concerned, like, contradictory to the rest of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ensign, this one needs to be found. Contact Chancellor Echo. Yes, Captain. So to open a channel that looks like it's trying to hide itself while also being very bad at trying to hide itself is my understanding of what's going on here, yes? Yes. Okay. In that case... Leah, give me a... I'll say this is like difficulty one. It's not all that difficult to do. Sure. I'm going to say insight security, I think. Yes, I'm just going to say that. I'm going to be happy with that being the thing that I said. And you said difficulty one. And I rolled the two d20s. So I'll say your deception focus counts here, which means anything that rolls equal to or less than your discipline, so in this case your security score of four, mm-hmm. counts as two successes. Cool, then that's two successes. Super. You're very capably able to open a channel and uh, make it look... Suspicious? Yeah, suspicious enough, while not egregiously, obviously suspicious. You do have an extra success, so that's a momentum. Would you like to use that for something or just bank it? I don't think I would need something extra here, so I could just bank that. Do you actually want Echo to answer, Nicole? No, not at all. Okay. Chancellor Echo, we do wish to thank you for the friendship and courtesy that you've shown us today. We sincerely appreciate your offer of an alliance with the Federation, and we certainly appreciate being pointed out to the three energy sources that you did relay to us. We will continue to engage in such associations that are mutually beneficial, and I do wish you luck with your dealing with the other members of your factions. Again, let us know if you need any further assistance. We'd be happy to come back to those three platforms. To make your message sound super convincing, Nicole, give me a presence security, I'm going to say in this case. I feel like deception and detecting deception are generally security. That would make sense to me. It could be command, sort of giving yourself a presence. It could. Ultimately, I'm, I'm pretty flexible on being convinced of things, although with the captain sheet in front of me, I know presence security is actually a better role. <laughs> yeah, security actually is, is better for me. So... Uh, my presence is 11, my security is 5. 
Yeah, our, our captain's a badass. That hasn't come up yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 or lower. How many momentum do we have? Three. Three. I'm going to use a momentum to purchase an extra die. Um, I'm going to say that this is essentially opposed versus like their ability to perceive the lie. So you're going to want to get more successes than they get, basically. Gotcha. For purposes of like what the difficulty actually is, I'm going to say it's a one, but ultimately whichever one of you gets more successes is going to succeed. Okay. So this being a ploy that we're having, would you consider a focus in strategy and tactics applicable? I kind of read strategy and tactics being a little more probably directly military. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm going to spend some of this threat that Christine gave me, and specifically threat Christine gave me, in case anybody's keeping <laughs> score. Uh, Has anybody else given you threat? Not really. I mean, technically, you all give me two threat at the beginning of, of the adventure, because that's how the rules work, but... Just uh, get, get used to this. Kai does actions, and further problems happen. Christine is my plant, basically. <sighs> and for the record, I lent you threat, and... Um... I haven't seen it yet, so. Come on, You'd like I, it I back want that now? threat back, Brandon. <laughs> Is there any way I could have assisted beforehand the captain and I going over this message beforehand and perhaps coach the captain? Absolutely. Sure. Um, you can roll. I'll let you roll a 1d20 assist. All right. Is there a particular role you would like to make as far as attribute and discipline? Because assisting does not necessarily have to be making literally the same role that the person you're assisting is making. Oh, actually, I have an idea of how he can assist. Uh, since he has a better presence score, he could also be contacting Echo's attache or workers to apologize and inform them of the plan on a separate channel. Sure. Okay. What do you think of that, Brad? That sounds good. I'll say that's a presence command, then. Okay. All right, so I'm going to... How many threat did you spend, Brandon? I spent three threat to get two extra dice, so I am rolling 4d20. Do I want to use the other things? How much threat do you have left? Um, A all billion. the threat in the world. Like 13. All the threat in the I'm not world. even kidding, it's yeah. 13. <laughs> yeah. I don't know You're what welcome. I'm going to do with it all. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm going to give you a little bit more. Let's bump that up to an even 15 so I can buy a fourth die. Alright. Okay. I am very happy with that number. Actually, I'm very happy with all those numbers. That's good. The assist didn't work out very well. So I got a 2, 3, 5, and a 7. So 4 successes. 4 successes, and Brad, you had no successes? No successes. Had an 18. Okay. Yeah, see, you made a bunch of calls, but, like, they're all like, I don't talk to Chancellor Echo on a regular basis. What do you think you're going to do? So, Nicole, oh God. I have some what bad news. No! Genus! Oh, my gosh. I am completely innocent in all of this. <laughs> I got lucky and uh, got a one on my last die, which gave me five successes. Oh, oh my gosh! So, uh, you send this transmission, hoping to be overheard and in fact you're probably overheard like right like everly made it very easy to overhear but for them to think they're being really cool 
and overhearing a thing they're not supposed to be overhearing. And as you like take a moment to wait for their res- for them to do something about it, Lieutenant Commander Tarek at Tactical says, Captain, three of their security vessels have raised shields and are on an intercept course. I think we've overstayed our welcome. All right, you guys have one shot at this. Can you disable the towers remotely from the other platforms? We need to go down there, Captain. We can, we have a plan in place. How long would it take to disable them? Uh, Brandon, how long do I think it would take us to like get there via shuttle and land and that crap? I'll say that I'll say that one of the things Kai was able to do to prep was essentially like make a program that will basically crack the security system on the other two uh, once somebody gets to it, on the assumption that it's the same computer architecture as the one you already interacted with. But getting there in person is still important. It is the other two platforms that have the Tetrion emissions, so to remind what those are like. One of them is breaking apart. One of them is just kind of dead. It doesn't have an atmosphere or anything. Can we blow them up? Will that stop the thing? And Ensign Everly was actually recommending that. <laughs> she did <laughs> <a> DM. <laughs> I was running some simulations. It's possible. There are consequences to those actions, Captain. The Tetrion energy is going to have to go somewhere if it's not just deactivated, as well as the debris is going to go somewhere. I have a question. Did Everly actually recommend this, Leah? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that we were chatting <laughs> on the side about it. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to. I just wanted to verify. I mean, frankly, Leah asked, not Everly. I don't know if she's that stupid, but I was like, is there collateral damage if we just blow them? Shit. I mean, Your as a security, security officer. officer yeah. <laughs> It's it's part of your job to at least ask that question. Like that felt correct. I feel like Worf would have asked, so like I don't mind asking. Every security officer, <laughs> step one of, of like of a situation like this should be. Hold on a sec. If we shoot it, is that just easier? I did ask, and I did say, but collateral damage, <laughs> because I wanted to couch it and see I'm not a yeah, monster. But, how, but also, how much collateral damage? I know. Because they're uninhabited, so I'm but... Enough that my recommendation under these circumstances would be, can you distract the patrol craft with Endeavor, start backing off or something, and maybe we can get past them with a pair of shuttles, land on the platform, set it up, turn them off, and just get the hell out of the area? Understand that anybody going down there may not be coming back. There may not even be a ship back, but we'll try it. Who wants to go? So we can't beam down to either of the platforms? Uh, you would have to get Endeavor pretty close. Okay. Yeah. And of course, if these things start shooting, using the transporter requires you to lower your shields, so maybe inadvisable. Given I recommended this course of action, if you agree to try this, Captain, then obviously I will volunteer to, to make sure that this goes off without us losing anyone. You're only one individual. I need at least one other volunteer. If there isn't one, then I can't enact the plan. No. Yellow alert. Yellow alert, Captain. Remain on our current course. We are leaving the system at half impulse. Aye, aye, sir. Invasive maneuvers ready, just in case. Yes, Lee. Love that guy. 
Commander Tarek steps forward. Captain, if we need additional volunteers, I feel that it is my responsibility to offer. It may yet come to that. We'll see. Oh, now you've got his ensign feeling guilty. Open a channel to the three intercepting ships. No response, sir. Don't think they want to talk. I would like to suggest... I feel like you could challenge one of your values here. Are you talking about history's enemies can be today's friends? No, I was thinking more the be bold, be brave, be courageous, because right now Varel is clearly like kind of wrestling between the safe, get the ship out of danger option versus the do something daring, possibly very stupid, but that could be the only way to save lives. So insofar as that value, if you follow that value, it may put your crew at risk. I think it could be challenged if you wanted a determination. Obviously, it's up to you whether or not to actually choose to challenge it. So you're saying ch challenge my be bold, be brave, be courageous. If I challenge it, I have to take that one off, and then my action would be to be cautious. No, you. It wouldn't. It doesn't actually necessarily force you to behave a certain way. It just means that you can no longer, you can't use that value for the rest of the adventure for purposes of spending determination later. And at the end of the adventure, you are allowed to change it if you wish, but you don't have to. And you get a, you get a point of determination for doing so. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to challenge it because I actually don't want to put my crew in this much danger I don't see that we have the resources to take on three platforms without assistance from the people who actually live here. Not without sacrificing my crew, which, you know, sometimes has to be done, but that day is not today. Yep. So I'm going to challenge my value and we are going to leave this system. All right. All right, we can take us to maximum work and let's get out of here. Yes, Captain. He puts in a course to um, go back to the end of the transport conduit. On the view screen, the stars, you know, lengthen to the nice lines of being at warp. The atmosphere on the bridge is heavy and quiet. And sometimes you go bust. Permission to be dismissed. I haven't, um, frankly, had a moment to breathe the last, um, whenever um, we got here. You can leave, Kai. Thank you. And she'll uh, depart the bridge. I think we need a scene between the Verity and Rasm. Uh, where do you want us? Like, what's the setting, Brad? Where are you? Where are you taking me? I think uh, you're in your. In your office and I come to your office and ask to speak with you captain Raz? I want to let you know that I completely support you in your decision it's a hard thing to do I don't know if I could have made that same decision I don't think you would have made that same decision but that's for the day when you're standing in this chair and I'm somewhere else How will you sleep at night with the knowledge that all those people will die? Well, 
frankly, I don't know that they will or they won't. We gave them all the information that we had. I have to think about it. As I said, I support your decision. Now, if you don't mind, I'd rather not be here with your support at this time. Yes, Captain. The following morning, Captain, you have a invitation to come to Kai's quarters for breakfast. What? What's our usual time? Uh, I'm gonna say it's like uh 07:30, like early enough in the morning as prior to the the start of the Alpha shift, where we're both expected to attend to certain duties, but not too much earlier. Okay, then I think she'll show up wearing the like running jogging hoodie equivalent and just enter the quarters without so much as an announcement you hear uh kind of completely counter to every other mood you're sort of been dealing with on the ship you hear some humming coming from the little little like kitchenette area that Probably Kai isn't supposed to have, but she has anyway. Where you can see she is finishing uh, cooking something on the griddle and placing it onto uh, onto a plate and bringing it over to a little little table. And she's uh, actually back in uniform for the first time in a while this adventure. So she sets it, it down along with a uh, looks like a fresh cup of uh, of coffee or whatever Verity's drink of choice would be. I thought I would try out some groat cakes today. Uh, we actually had some real uh, syrup of squill in storage. Uh, I don't think it's too old, so I'm, I'm interested in giving it a try. She continues to set everything up. Uh, just... Just one for me this morning, Kai. No, no, no. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And uh, I imagine we're going to have a long day ahead of us. Can I break the no talking about work before shift rule yet? Only if I'm still allowed to call you Verity during the conversation. I think that's fair. I don't think we're done with that signal yet. I don't think we are even remotely done with it. Is there a way that we can track its location in subspace? With our current technology? Honestly, no. Could I start to research that possibility? Yes. I make no guarantees, but something I can work on in addition to my other research. Alright, then I think... We get a chance, we can maybe turn it off from there. Your decision's still weighing on you. It would have been nice if uh, we had 
made a better impression, a better first impression. Sometimes first dates go well, and sometimes they go very, very poorly, but you end up with a good story from them. And I think first contacts work in a very similar fashion. We put our best foot forward. We tried our hardest. We did our homework. And you were right. They didn't want to listen. And they were actively coming to stop us from trying to help them. And you made, I think, the most difficult decision a captain can make to preserve their ship and crew even if that same crew is willing to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. I know I argued my point strongly. I know I'm loud. I know I make a splash, but once I had a little bit of time to think about it, I know where you were coming from and you made the right call. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, how exactly is this transwarp engine working? You gotta go over it with me again, because I just I need you to iron out these details. I, I don't know if I have time for a full lecture again. We've gone over it a few times, but... Okay, okay. One more time. And our closing shot is of Kai, like, opening up a holographic interface over top of the breakfast table as Verity is, is eating, and they're looking at the, the display of, like, one of these transwarp conduits. I think our camera pans back, exiting through the, the window of uh, Kai's quarters and pulling back further and further to show Endeavor with all four nacelles extended as she continues her mission. Thank you for listening to this episode of Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. If you like the show, rate, share, and subscribe through your podcast vendor of choice. You can also find us on Twitter as at Endeavor Show. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R S-H-O-W. And you can find me on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. You can find me online at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and night with a K. You can find Brandon and me discovering the ways of the Force on Heroes of the Hydean Way, a Star Wars actual play podcast at thehydeanway.com or at thehydeanway on Twitter. And if you like Vikings and Norse mythology, check out another one of my shows, a Dungeons and Dragons 5e Midgard podcast, Omens Call, which can be found at Omens Call Pod on Twitter or at omenscall.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find me on all the socials at Leah617. Usually I'm on Twitter, RT and stuff that makes me laugh. Come say hi there. You can also check out mischiefmedia.com for the other nerdy podcasts that I currently produce or uh, host. And you can find me, Brad, on Twitter at MacinEbedy1. That's M-A-C-H-I-N-E-B-E-D-E number one. My Twitter is at CompleteNictory. You can find other projects I'm involved in at CompleteNight.com. That's C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E-K-N-I-G-H-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you 
out there.